What's that noise? I don't know. It's coming fucking through. annoying. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, can we fix that? I don't know. I'm fiddling with this stuff over here. Can't. What is it? Oh, uh, it's Al Delbene chewing gum. Oh, can you get him to stop? Can't, dude. He's met Prince. The Comedy on Edge presents the chat show. We're live in the Chippendale Hotel. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. Joining me on sound is Ryan. Special comments, Crawford. How are you, Ryan? I'm really good, Mark. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We've got to move on. We've got a lot of people to introduce, and I know one or two of them are going to interrupt me. It's it's like I've got that paranoia. Who's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Lester Diamond. As if on cue. How are you, Lester? I'm excited. We've got two Americans in the studio so today. Just sported. Not only is he bringing himself, he's, he's just... introing people, but not doing a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> and so, well, you, you take over. You intro. Go on. We've got one of my favourite uh, comedians in the world, Alda Bene, and um, Peter Bermazel. Oh, well, well done. Now, would you like them to talk so we could get their voices? We could, we could actually talk to them. <laughs> talk now. to them? Yeah, yeah. Are they just talking about them. Are they here there yet? So that, that is like, Peter I'm going to do a better job. I'm going to do a better job, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to outdo Lester on the intro really? thing. Too. Absolutely. <laughs> do yeah. mine. It'll be better. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have to do much, clearly. No, it's um, really. So, so here, we also have in the studio today two, two of our favourite comedians, Alda Bene and... Hi, Al. Hi, Al. Hello. Hi. And, and Peter Mozell. Oh, Hi. sorry. Hi, Hi Ryan. Ryan. How, How are you? Are you? Nice yeah, to I see thought you. that was really fucking smooth. It was nice of <laughs> you to patch in, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lester, I didn't that, want to get it wrong. Lester, and when, I, when we booked this podcast, you said I've got a lot of questions to ask of these people. Besides from asking them for money, <laughs> go on. You, you, can, uh, you can ask them anything you want. We're going to give you the first part of the podcast. Well, so. as you know... It feels, hold, let me just interrupt and say that feels a bit patronizing what you're doing right now. If you've ever listened fine. to him on this podcast, <laughs> I have to be. It's Nothing the wrong. only way that works. Nothing wrong with patronizing. He, go back and listen to it. We did an episode with Glenn Wool. That's, that's the stuff I do to my son. Like, you know, Daddy, can I know? Daddy, can I know? Daddy, can I know? Fine. You want to do it? You go do it. <laughs> you said you wanted to do it. Now you have to do it. He was, he was on sound. Glenn Wool is in the middle of an awesome story. He opens a fucking Coke can into, into the, the microphone. Mic. <laughs> so. He's the worst. He's, but go on, Lester. He speaks like a criminal lawyer to a crim. Like, mate, you've got to be at court tomorrow at 9am, mate. You know that, don't you? Know? 9am. If the shoe fits. <laughs> if the shoe fits. And look, look at him constantly. He's, he's got the, it's his talk, so he takes a mouthful of Coke. But I, want to have a, I want to have a serious podcast about the art of comedy. You know, it's, oh, turned, it's turned into a on. fucking shit fight. All right, let's set it up. Okay, I'll be Mark Maron. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a cookie today. Oh, the resentment. <laughs> my life's so terrible, I'm a multi-millionaire. <laughs> do I owe you an apology, Al? <laughs> we good? You do. We, we, we owe an apology for this intro. <laughs> the, um... <laughs> oh, no, when you say we could, we could talk, but let's not get into the minutiae of it. I mean, Well, guys in the business 23. 30 years, right? 2030. 2030. 25. 25. 25. Okay, me too. Yeah. Same. Really? Yeah. Really? You look a lot older than me. <laughs> I started late. 24. Because I, I went to a special school. <laughs> <laughs> For gifted youngsters. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, back to you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All he wanted to do was set it up. He was proud of the fact Should he remembered. Should we do this again? Oh, no, yeah. no, no. It's, okay. The more he fails, the more he, or less he learns. It's and the bigger a <laughs> following he gets. We actually, yeah. I think people just listen to We're it. actually big in Germany. It's funny, right? I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. My people were very popular there. They tuned into you a lot, too. I actually heard a great German joke the other Because they're so renowned for their sense of humor as well. Angela Merkel goes to Greece on holiday, and the customs officer goes... 
Name? She's like, Angela Merkel. She goes, occupation? No, just visiting. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's a woman and she doesn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby was there. <laughs> uh, anyway, where were we? Oh, serious podcast. Serious about the minutiae. Co- so, Lester, well, we'll ask one of you. You've got some questions. Go on. I've got a statement <laughs> <laughs> I've got a statement to make. Al, so, you, so you're born in Boston. Yes. <laughs> that was a question. Excellent, done. <laughs> Is that it? Peter, That's it. Peter, <laughs> you're born in the Dark Ages and... Um, no. Oh, God. You're, you're New York, you're Boston. Bit, yeah. of, a, bit of a rivalry there between yes. comics. Well, well no, sports. just between sports, yeah. yeah. yeah well, red, cities, sports really. Cities, kind of, but more just baseball. Wasn't it Babe baseball? Ru- like it was Babe Ruth was tra- was he sold or traded to, or was it? Are we talking slavery or baseball? Yeah, he, he well, was, you know, he was traded. He was tra- he's traded, but wasn't it the it Bambino pretty much sold, curse? Yeah. Is that what it was for a long curse time? Curse of the Bambino, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they traded him. What's the curse Boston. of the Bambino? The curse of the Bambino is when Ruth, Babe Ruth was uh, traded to the Yankees. He put a curse on the Red Sox and said, you won't win a World Series for 100 years. Yeah. And it almost uh, came almost, true. Yeah, he missed it by a decade. He missed it by, yeah. Yeah, right. Half, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> but the thing is, the, the guys, they sold Babe Ruth to, to uh, finance a musical. Right. The guy who sold it. Yeah. Really? I don't know. Well, hello. Was <laughs> 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 it Babe Ruth? Is that, is that true or are you just saying that? No, things? no, I believe it's true. You believe it's true, but well, does it mean I, it's true? No, of course not. Mind <laughs> you, those Broadway shows do make a lot of money. <laughs> some do, some don't. I, mean, I love, I love like, facts like that, because you can say stuff like that and people will believe you. Yeah. You, if you say it with enough conviction, did you know yeah. that four apples have as many calories as a Big Mac? <laughs> <laughs> people will go like, I didn't, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's one <laughs> of those things. I like, I like this one, I like this one. Did you know that when you uh, have a headache and you take a Panadol, the thing that cures the headache is actually the water, not the Panadol? <laughs> Really? I've, I've used that a few times. People go, "That's," and it, you know, that just sounds like it could be true. It's not. I just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just fucking made it up. That's right. a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Good. How many people have suffered because of you? For <laughs> 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 more than that, for many reasons. Go on, Lester. Go well, on. B- b- back to the comedy. But um, <laughs> so you, you, um, you started in the nineties, did you? Boston. Yeah, yeah, 1991. I was 19 years Fucking old. Fucking hell. So that was like the, the golden era of the uh, East Coast comedy, wasn't it? Yeah, but, but yeah, I can't, I can't get too much into what happened before me because I don't know. We just showed up. We, all of us just showed up, young new comics, and we weren't quite sure why the older guys were giving us such a hard time. They were hard on us. And it wasn't until I saw that documentary, um, When Stand Up Stood, stood out, out, that I went, oh. Like literally, like two or three years ago, whenever that came out, I watched it and went, Oh, that's why they fucking hated us because they owned the city, and we were this new. We were the first new influx of like yeah. young funny dudes to come in, and they they were just like, "What the fuck?" But we had to prove ourselves to them. And also, because they did. were abusing narcotics. Well, yes, <laughs> yeah. but they had this thing set up, and it was their world, and we and comedy became popular, and then all of a sudden, this young crew comes in under them, and they were like, "Who the fuck are you?" And and we kind of got that attitude for years. That's Tell them who crazy. you work with, who you started with. There's some really people who. Other people have heard of because they haven't a view. So you might as well, you might, you might as well measure their names. Um, See, Lester, he can be informative and insulting. <laughs> and insulting. It's, a, it's a skill. I started with uh, Red Buttons, uh, <laughs> Red Skeleton, all the Reds, Red Fox, Shecky, Shecky Green, all the Shecky. colors. Uh, yeah, Shecky all green. the Reds and Greens. Car- Carrot Top. Uh. Carrot Top. <laughs> Josh Blue, is that, a, is that one? Um, no, um, no. Like my little comedy class, it was like me, Dane Cook, Bill Burr, Patrice O'Neill, Robert Kelly, um, 
I don't know if there's anyone else there that the audience may have heard but of. Was but was Rogan around? Rogan was already a headliner. Like, we, we opened for him. Oh, okay. My, I had a comedy group, Alan the Monkeys, and it was, it, we did improv and sketch, and it was me, Dan Cook, Robert Kelly, and, and Jay wow. Hall, who, who doesn't do comedy anymore, hasn't for a long time. And I remember opening specifically for Rogan um, at, the, at Dick Doherty's club, and, um, and we were like, do you have any advice? And his advice is, I think it's still the same advice, which is don't take anybody's advice and just get on stage as much as you can. Yeah. And that was the, and then we all took that to heart. So that was good to get when we were so young. Now, Bobby Kelly's always saying on the radio these days how he used to get heaps of pussy. Is that true? It was... <laughs> we always did. saying that. We did. We Hi, did. pleased to meet you. Hitting Bobby the pussy. didn't always <laughs> look like he looks guy. now. Like, like King Kong Bundy. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby, was, a, Bobby was like the fucking sw- most smooth of us all. I was trying to say something. Suave. He was like... Yeah, he was... I learned, I learned how to pick up chicks from Bobby Kelly. It helps if you're ambiguously, like, your, your um, ethnic heritage is ambiguous. Totally, totally. No, he had, these, he had the long locks, he had, like, curly hair, and he was just, he was just built, and he just confident as a motherfucker. Awesome. And I just, and we just, Bobby and I have, uh, and I've talked about this before, so it's not like I'm revealing anything new, but we had one summer, and it's going to sound weird and homoerotic, we never fucked around with each other, but we had one summer where we, we set out and we, 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 we had, had sex we had with, sex. we had sex with, <laughs> with each ten other. different <laughs> girls together. At the same time, girls that we met like that, we were both sober, so we didn't hang out at bars. We'd meet girls at a coffee shop and, and, and go, hey, what you're eating? And then end up in there so later. And, and you claim to be not a rugby league fan. <laughs> 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 and, but we were, like, like, we were in our young 20s, and it was just this thing that we did, and it was, it was really fun. And could do, physically. And could do. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, and you just picked, you know, you, it was sort of like good cop, bad cop, funny cop. Um, and you just and it just you know all you have to do is make it okay because everybody wants to have fun and have sex. You just make the situation okay, and it can happen. Yeah, well, I can't fun. wait to get that's home. a wonderful advice yeah. for, the, for the young comedians yeah. coming through. <laughs> oh, oh, it has to be fun. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so Peter. Oh, sorry. Yeah. While I was tattooing hot yeah. waitresses, <laughs> what, what were you doing? <laughs> Uh, watching, filming, <laughs> taking photographs, sketch, sketches. No. I think he was going through his middle, first midlife crisis. <laughs> Peter was involved in a protracted legal battle with the state education system at that time. That came, yeah, that's about, that came later. But yeah, that started that. I'd rather have Al's laugh. Sorry? Dig up, Lester, dig up. We were just, yeah, we were just acting out, that's all. We were young. It's a time to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. It was, it was, it was fun. Hope the cure. We actually will... had somebody. One girl um, um, recommended us to her roommate. <laughs> wow, it must have been good. We had group sex with her, and then she went. Yeah, my roommate would love this, and then we came back and. and had did she? Was she accurate? Sex. Oh god. Yeah. Oh good. Okay. Yeah. You hate when those roommates lie. (laughs) (laughs) Her roommate was a dude, but it was awesome. It was was awesome. He loved it. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget Damien. Um, Poodle. Poodle. (laughs) Poodle. Poodle spaniel blend. It's well documented that you're friendly with Dan Cook. You used to open for him. I've I've actually got a connection to him as well. I I studied accountancy. Stop. I don't care. I studied accountancy under his brother. (laughs) What? You what? I studied accountancy under his brother. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't talk to you. Is that for real? Yeah. It's just mean. Oh, okay. I was there for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I thought that was I a good Les- one. <laughs> I thought Lester was just going to go, I was MySpace friends with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you, in, when Dan, Dan was massive on MySpace, were you in his top eight friends? Or? No, no, here's, here's the big joke with Dan and I, and Number I used to nine. bring him up like this sometimes. When, when, we, uh, when I moved out to LA, we, re- we reconnected, and um, it was like, I would go, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, my best friend except for eight years. Um, we, were, we were friends since like we were 14 years old. Fuck. And we were really tight, and we wanted to be comedians together, and... Well, we both wanted to be comedians. Mm. And, um, <laughs> and uh, so we bonded on that. And we were tight, man. And we, we just had a, like, a, like a, a mental, a mental uh, link. It was weird. Like we were just sort of on the same wavelength all the time. And um, yeah, and then like he, I went to New York after Dane went to L.A., and, and we just had two different lives. And I met a girl and got married, and he got famous. And, um, and then, yeah, and then I came out to L.A. So there had been like, and there wasn't any falling out or anything. We just were yeah, living just our good, separate man. lives. He was busy as fuck, and, um, and I was fucking busy. Um, <laughs> By the sounds of it, it's kind of like the same relationship Pete had with show business. <laughs> <laughs> just, just drifted apart. Um, he had the part in the Three Stooges movie, and then nothing. <laughs> no, the Smoothie man who sued God. Oh, I've had a few films. Huh? Thank you. Yeah? Yeah. Like what? The Man Who Sued God and the Three Stooges, <laughs> Stooges. Movie. Three Stooges movie. The new uh, one? No, no, the one from 2001. Oh, okay. You can't oh, thank stop, God. Nobody's going to say... You can't stop the murders? I have part in that. Yeah. Um, Moulin Rouge, I think my part might have been cut because I've never seen me, but I couldn't watch the movie a second time to look for me. But, uh, yeah, a few movies. Cool. Right. But uh, I told you the story about how I got the part in... The Three Stooges movie? No. Yes. I went for the audition because <laughs> he doesn't want to hear it again. I went to the I went to the audition, talking to the director Matthew uh, Frawley, uh, James uh, Matthew Frawley, I think. <laughs> We're talking. He's from New York. I'm from New York. Are you We're sure? talking. Let's let's really make sure we get that. Is that right? He's an Emmy, Emmy Award winner. What day of the week was it? <laughs> <laughs> what what was it like that day? What were you wearing? wearing? An onion on your belt. <laughs> And this is the interesting part. No, so he's saying, did you, we're both from Manhattan. Have you ever drunk at Pete's Tavern? Yes, all the time. So I went for a role that had one word in it. He gave me a role that had eight lines in it. And it's not because I'm a good actor. It's because I have a drinking problem. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's the trick. It's not so who you know. It's what you, what drink. you drink. It's also what cost him his job on Home and Away. Uh, can't wait to get into showbiz. Then it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you'd all your aspiring like actors in New York head to Pete's Tavern. Yeah. Is it still but, there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's the longest running pub that never cl- it's not the oldest pub, but it's the, only, it's the oldest pub that hasn't closed. A lot of them closed during Prohibition. This one was a speakeasy. Oh. So it's a bit different than everyone's eyes are on this table. What about Chumley's? <laughs> that was a speakeasy, but that probably closed. I'm not sure. Okay, what was it like living through Prohibition? Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another never gets old. old. Never, yeah. He does. <laughs> hey! <laughs> actually, uh, I've got a couple of questions about New York, because I'm actually um, going to be travelling there fairly soon. I've got a, a fringe show coming up at the Sydney yes. Festival. But then after that... About if you're relying that, on that to fund your trip to New York, <laughs> Ryan. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> um, but then a couple of weeks after that, I'm heading to New York for a couple of weeks to do uh, a, a couple of things in comedy. Yeah, what you should concerts. do. You should go to a travel agent. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than bring it up. <laughs> so what are some hot spots I should hit? I hear Central Park's nice. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was just going to say, if you were going to go, like... I wrote a booklet. Pete's written a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, know, I, bo- I actually... Book? Booklet. Booklet about what to do in New York. It's five five-page email that he sent you when you go to New York. But yeah. we went to... I, I, when I, I went to New York, I followed your guide. I only got mugged three times. Because <laughs> you made a wrong turn. Your brother, John Mizell, says hello. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just go down this alley, don't worry. Nobody, <laughs> gets, nobody gets mugged in New York anymore. Uh, 
None I almost, then the thing I hate about New York, did you, the people who sell to try to flog your tickets to comedy clubs in Times Square? Yeah, but I would just go, I'm a comedian. And no, they give you I free. did that. And that they just, I go, I'm a comedian. And, and they went, go, come on. Oh, you're, you sound Australian. We got Jim Jeffries tonight. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. I'm like, and yeah. Because they saw your act. They wouldn't give you free tickets. Jim Jeffries. No, well, the fact, <laughs> the fact I knew he was in Canberra at the same time. Right, yeah. right, right. They'll, they'll say any, anything. Like, yeah. Jim David. Oh. <laughs> Jim Davis. <laughs> When's he going to start a podcast, a Garfield <laughs> podcast? <laughs> but what do you want to do in, have you got any plans in New York, Ryan? Or? Well, uh, it's not really we're getting the minutiae of making comedy, but I'm going to be doing a couple of, uh, a course over there um, just to, you know, I always like to do stuff on writing and just figure out that sort big, of thing. Big relief to all those people who bought tickets to your fringe show <laughs> after <laughs> you into a writing course. Yeah, yeah. Who's I've, running I've, the writing I've, course? I've been on a few before. Honestly, I can't remember the details right now. But um, but then I was actually just thinking about, you know, trying to... fat Jew. Hey, do I call you names? <laughs> yeah, Pete was offended. He stole his act. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too. Now, yeah. that guy is calling himself a joke aggregator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's what... Um, Explain it to the audience. People don't know. You should explain it. Basically, um, the fat Jew, he's a guy who has an Instagram post and he posts jokes, pictures, which aren't his, but the way he crops the pictures, it appears that he is. So he's a comedian genius and people are getting fed up. Like he got... Well, he got a, he got a deal. He, he got, got a, TV. He got a TV show deal. I didn't know that. And he got CAA representation. The TV show deal's already fallen. Yeah, the CAA yeah, show yeah. deal's already just Everything has. Like it's starting to fall apart. What a fuck with But to his, to, his, to his credit, he has said today from now on he will credit people with... Well, that's big of him. Yeah. Well, from now on, yeah, but he was going to take that deal. And here's the thing though. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't have a fucking point of view on it i started like i was going to say something prophetic but <laughs> he's just some dude who got who got attention like he was just doing something he probably thought was under the radar and probably didn't think it was that important well, like i don't think he set out to yeah i mean with a name I mean? like the fat jew you yeah, don't think yeah. you're gonna be but it's a, it's a fine it's might, a fine line between like what everybody does on social media which is shares those e-cards and whatever and he what, just <laughs> made them his own and i mean then, you, but, you could argue that he's actually just really really good at that and sort of right a, but a i don't choosing, think he deserves a career no for no, it. no right. neither, it wasn't meme right. sharing he was taking jokes off people's twitters and fucking reposting them no no i know i know but you share i mean you, what, what what happens when you retweet something you're just retweeting what somebody else is really yeah, different yeah, they, get they get credit it's credit who it is so no but i i i see like i get that part of it as well like he i don't know if he was Maliciously going, yeah. I don't get five million <laughs> followers and get a deal on Comedy yeah, Central. Yeah, 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 I don't think. I don't think he. He thought, oh, maybe I'll get some money with this from Instagram or that. I don't think he thought he would have got as successful. As yeah, he and did. that's what's that's what's going to kill him is the yeah. fact that, and then that's what's kind of happens. Someone wrote an article and I read it, so this this mm. is their opinion. But I go, yeah, fair enough. Where they say whenever somebody like this does get notoriety, it explodes in their face because they have nothing. They have yeah, nothing yeah, behind yeah. them. Well, it's true. Like, you yeah. see a lot of, yeah, the, you start like the five-minute acts who the, kill and then they get to the 20 minutes they don't. The Lester Diamond yeah, yeah. Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, he's got a future in euphemisms, but a fucking joke aggregator, I love that. Joke thief? No, 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 no. I'm a joke yeah. aggregator. I'm a, I'm a, a procurer of... Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. a weasel word. But I saw an article the other day, LeBron James... Per sponsored tweet, one hundred and forty grand. He's a hoop. One hundred and forty grand for yeah. one tweet. Yeah, but like that's a thousand dollars per character. It's, it's the value of his tweet. So thank God he's finally catching a break. But, <laughs> but, but it just goes to show you, if you got twenty million followers, you got twenty million eyes on your stuff. He's got yeah. wow. Fat Jew's got five million followers for fuck's yeah, sake on Instagram. Yeah, and that page. The fat Jew and I have been friends since we were five years old. <laughs> and, um, was he fat then? No, he was. We called him Small Jew. <laughs> and um, anorexic Jew. Yeah, yeah. They actually called him Hebe. Hebe. Yeah. Back in the day, we was Hebe. 
going to ask me what it was like when we crossed into, into the, <laughs> the land of milk and honey. Dude, I saw your first solo show. I don't need to, I don't need to know the details. But it's funny how you say you lost contact with Dan Cook because in America there's so much work for travelling around if you're a headliner. You don't really see your friends that often, do you? No. I mean, not if you're doing your own thing, but obviously when I was working with Dane, we saw each other constantly. But, yeah, I mean, and, and here's the thing. Like, I don't like I'm – I'm such a homebody, and I don't like traveling much. So if I have to, I will, or if I enjoy the club or like the club owner, I would I'd venture out. But I was making – like, I was doing okay in L.A., like, sort of locally. So I didn't travel the country much. I had my regular – like, the Riddles in Chicago, um, one of my favorite spots to go to, and um, – um, a couple of other places that would like pop out to like Phoenix and shit, stuff that I could drive to. But I, I never liked, um, until I had kids, actually. Once I had kids, I was like, get me the fuck out of here. And now I really like road gigs. Like, I'm doing Canberra in, uh, in September, and I was like, do I get a hotel? They're like, well, normally they just drive back. And I'm like, get me a hotel. Um, I want to sleep over. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. So I'll pay anything. I'll pay. Five star, please. Um, yeah. Don't have to pay me for the gig. My first ever ro- road trip gig was Canberra. It was, yeah. That's where we were first one. It was Ailish. It was my first Australian one as well. Yeah, yeah. Mine here, was yeah. with uh, actually a fellow American, Eddie Ift, down there with him. Oh, he great, and I did a Roto Fest together. Yeah. Oh, you're together? Together? oh, you're going yeah. over with Eddie. It was funny because Eddie, I, I got, me and the other comics, we got driven down in a car. Eddie got flown down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, of course, yes. Yeah. Um, it's good that you can fit some gigs Bishop. in between CrossFit sessions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking a Murray's bus to Canberra. I love the bus, especially if it's like no, under get four the tra- hours. No, the train is better to Canberra. Don't get the bus. The train's way better. Really? Yeah, because the train, there's never anyone on it. You can spread out. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's really... It's is it quicker? Place. I disagree. It's Go the, the same. bus. Does it leave from Central? No, the bus stinks. Go the bus. I enjoyed the bus. I took it last year and I was like, this is great. Nah, the, get, bus the, 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 the train takes you right in the middle. bus takes you right in the middle of Canberra. Yeah, but I'd get the train. I'd get the bus. Callers? No, I was on like when I got the bus, it was jam packed. Mine was no, no leg room. Mine wasn't. I had it was empty pretty much. And someone took a shit halfway through in the toilet and just stuck. That doesn't up. bother me. At least it was in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the it's, it's, it's toilet's it's, under your seat. Anyway, we'll talk about this afterwards. Yeah, we'll, I don't want to argue train versus. I think bus. I think you'll find the buses out of Canberra are quite packed. Seriously, yeah. Not to mention the helicopters. In the, in the train, the bus is just so cheap. It's like fifty bucks round trip or something. The train's not that far off. Well, yeah. Oh, let's keep this bus train going, <laughs> shall we? Yeah. Excellent. All right. Get an Uber. Who would have Canberra? How much would it cost? Um, Goes via Belangelo. <laughs> yeah, so um, I saw you supported Burr at the Opera House, too. That must have been a big moment. Huge crowd. That I love how you try to keep bringing it back to like yeah. these For him. Pinnacle. For Burr. <laughs> Burr was flattered. Um, yeah, Burr really um, was honored to have me there. No, it was... Um, <laughs> what was the rider like backstage? <laughs> <laughs> minimal. Burr's a fucking... Burr's like a, a, a tro... What's that? Trojan? No, um... A what, Spartan. 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 Trojan. Yes. Trojan. He's a Trojan horse. He's a brand new like He shows up and is acting a horse, a wooden horse. Um, no, he's very, he's very, it was, it's very Spartan. It's just, really? it's all about the show, man. There was food, but it was like really healthy and, um, and, and I don't mind that at all. Here's, here's the backstory of that is that I saw the burr was coming to Australia and I freaked out because I miss, I miss everybody. And I yeah. like, I threw him a message, you know, dude, we should fucking hang out. And he was like, great. And then he realized I'm really literally only going to be there for the show. So come to the opera house, and I just love this part. I'll throw you on the show. Like, come yeah, to the cool. opera house, and I'll let you do eight minutes. You know what I mean? Like, what a legend. Okay. What was the pay? 
Um, I, no, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't ask, and I, and I know. <laughs> he offered, and I went, don't, don't You're even. kidding. Yeah. He offered. That's very nice. Yeah, yeah. It'd be better if you just validated your parking down there. <laughs> yeah. Just pay for my ferry ticket yeah. home. More expensive, yeah. yeah. Hey, he's not made of money. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of cool, because we just basically, like, like, like uh, I don't want to sound pretentious, but it, I was more Too excited late. to see him. <laughs> yeah, well, you might. You and wanna... we hung out, and it was so good to reconnect, and the show was sort of like, not an afterthought, but a side effect. It was like, dude, uh, we, we hung out for like two hours before the show, and then it was like, all right, I have to go open for you. I'll be right back. Um, <laughs> and then I, you know, Opera House, oh my God. And I didn't realize how many Australian comedians were in the audience. And my phone, when I got off stage, was just blowing up after both shows. And I was like, oh, was cool. it all, how'd you get that? Why did you get that? Why did you get that? He's so relaxed on stage, he's just going, oh, I forgot my belt. It's an afterthought. <laughs> yeah. Al's backstage using the belt, auto <laughs> <laughs> I did actually. I, yeah. I auto-filleted myself. I saw your Instagram post. No, but seriously, oh, the Opera not. House must be a fucking thrill to perform in the most iconic building in, in this the, country. Was it the main Yeah, yeah, no. this concert hall. No, it was. It was pretty like. But the thing of it was is that it was such. It was so incidental that it didn't sink in. Yeah, you know what I mean. And plus, it wasn't. Um, you know, it was his. It wasn't mine. So I don't. I don't. I, I have no um, illusions that I'm like, oh my god, I'm playing. It's like. I play, you know, I opened for Burr at the Opera House, who's worked his ass off to play the Opera House, and just went, dude, yeah. go play the Opera House with me. All right. <laughs> I got lucky. When you, when you I did a gig in the Opera House at the studio. I only did five minutes there, like in the studio. Yeah. For two years, I lived on that. Yeah, I've played the Opera House. <laughs> yeah, it was huge. <laughs> when you when you open for like something like that, you know, in the Opera House, do you kind of get a sense from the audience that they're just going, oh, come on, just, nope. let's get to that? Never. Never? Ryan, not once, not ever. Ryan, he's a good comedian. I know, I know. But, <laughs> but, but like, the, the reason I ask the question is because the, the last big comedian I went to see at the Enmore was Ross Noble and yeah. and the first kind of five minutes of his bit was he came out and he'd spotted some of the audience who apparently kind of mouthed really quite you know, obviously thank God oh right? right and he came out and he goes what, what were you what were you doing why did you say thank God and she yelled out oh that there wasn't an opener oh right, <laughs> and right. It, just, it seems to be quite common I think you feel better, Ross feel better now Al Ross <laughs> yeah. does Ross genuinely does a four hour show like he would be on I wasn't that long. And I think no. there, are, there probably are some, obviously there probably are some audience members who are like, ah, Christ, let's just get to it. But yeah. I, I don't, I never feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that happens yeah. The yawning like, doesn't give you a hint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the comments. like if, if you're going to see Diana Ross and there's like a fucking you know, lounge. Ac- Acapella group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not if it's like headliner opening for headliner. I remember like ages ago when I saw um, one of Lenny Henry's performances in Canberra. I grew up in Canberra, by the way. Um, <laughs> Lovely but, city. No, it's terrible. I like it. <laughs> I had to get out of there. Um, but yeah, the opening for this, and this was back when Australia had laws about this. Like, if somebody toured, they actually still had to have a. Still no, is. Oh, okay. I didn't still know. Still is. You have to have if an you're Australian an opener. Tour, or like, there's some. It's only certain venues. You have to have an Australian um, opening supporter. Yeah. Support, like yeah. Chelsea lately when she came out. But didn't they just make? Don't they? Isn't there a loophole where they go just back announce me? Yeah, that's what Chelsea lately did. Chelsea lately, Handler. she had her own support act, and she so she Chelsea lately. No, Chelsea lately when she played the state theatre, she had her opening act, and a friend of mine, I won't name the friend, he got there, and he's a love, he's an awesome, amazing comedian, but he's not who I would book to open for Chelsea lately. Yeah. He gets there and like, how long you want me to do? Just have interest. Do you call- just, uh, just hang on. He just he was told he was told just back announce this support act. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, oh, well, I'm getting paid 500 bucks for that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Do you um, call David Letterman David Ledshow? <laughs> her Lately. name is Chelsea Handler. Chelsea <laughs> Lately was the name of her show. He's just being nitpicky. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I agree with him. You're a moron. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, I got $500 to do that voice. You, made him, you, <laughs> you made him hold Bill off. Berto, didn't you recognize me when I brought you on stage? <laughs> Ladies no, what, and was funny, what was funny is the dude who was doing the back announce was, um, I think he was just the tour manager. And I actually, I actually said, because um, I, I, go, I go, tell him not to get too excited because the, I was going up. And then, and then um, what's his name was going up after me. Um, Ronnie, wasn't it? Huh, Ronnie Chang. Yeah. Um, and um, so, but basically, because the guy goes like, you know, welcome to the, you know, Sydney Opera House. And the place goes crazy. And I, I literally went, tell him not to get too excited. And he goes, don't get too excited. <laughs> and, and I was dying, you know, because it's like, because yeah, the expectation. Like, when we were on tour with Dane, he did this um, cool thing where, because it was fucking stadiums. We were in the round. And there were these huge televisions, you know, uh, whatever, jumbotrons. Um, and so he would do this thing backstage live. So he would sort of endorse us to the audience before we went out. Yeah. And he would go, hey, guys, what's up? It's Dan Cook. And the place would go crazy. He's on the TVs to the live audience out, just outside the door there. And he would go, this is my friend Bobby Kelly. This is Aldell Benny. Uh, they're my mate. You know, they're my mates. Jesus Christ. These are my boys. Um, you know, da-da-da. And he'd introduce me. Aldell Benny. And I'd run and the camera would follow me. And then I'd come out to the real stage and people, you know, so yeah. it really helps when you yeah, he did a great, yeah. that's a know great you're thing, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and they're awesome. thinking, wow, we're getting bonus Right. I, I even had drunk people come up to me after the show and go, for like the first five minutes, I thought you were Dane because they were sitting like way up in the back. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Only like, drunk people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I say, here I am, like blowing my load over the opera house. You're, you're playing fucking arenas with him, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, he's mass- Why hasn't he come out to Australia? I, just, I don't think the market's big enough. I mean, because I, I remember having a conversation with Eddie about it. Because <laughs> <Wow. laughs> the end, I mean, he's making millions back home, yeah, right? True, but Why yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, like when it's you all think is of it, low now. Outstage well, jobs with the tourist of, board. He's like it objectively. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, it doesn't make really much sense, really. Uh, no, fair point. But it was because, like, I think it was. Um, Eddie was saying, like, the Enmore Theatre, they see who can sell the most nights out. I think Jim's got, like, seven and eight, Jim Jeffries. Yeah. And Eddie used to say, Dane Cook will blow it away. He'll do oh, ten yeah. nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Russell Peters came out and started doing stadiums. But that's the thing. It's like, yeah. you know, why do ten nights when you can just do one 20,000-seater back home and make American dollars and then yeah, just right. drive back to your house? Because you can actually America. buy something with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you think you want a holiday, I think it's so cool, all these American right. comics have a career at Eddie, like Eddie and Arge and all those sort of guys, like... Like they aren't huge in America, but they're huge here. Um, do the festival tours and stuff like that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it here. I think the comedy community is swell. I've said this before. It's just so tightly knit out here. We were joking a bunch of us the other night. I don't know if you were there, but probably not. And it was because <laughs> so, said, I'm never invited because we're so tightly knit. <laughs> yeah. no, no, we made sure Pete was there. <laughs> the community. <laughs> Someone said it's because there's nothing to strive for here. We're not fighting over anything. Nothing's going to happen to our careers. Absolutely. So we're just all like, yeah, whatever. Um, but but you know, to be honest, it's kind of what I wanted after LA. Like I, you know, I had I had kids. I have a family. I just want to do what I do without worrying. You know, about without worrying. Income. So just, yeah. <laughs> about money coming in. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> make a living doing comedy, enjoy my life. Good stuff. It and it wasn't like that in LA? Well, it was, but it's more, it's, you, can't, you, can't, you can't relax like that because it's all about mm. the industry. So it's like, you can make money, you can do what you do and make a living, but there's also this thing of like, how come you're not, uh, 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 okay. uh, uh, you know, especially knowing Dane and what, I was, there was all this expectation I felt, maybe I put it on myself. Because you were LA Comic of the Year. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. pretty impressive. Right, right. It yeah, was during the I comic. I a deep, dark depression, and that's always been my, my sort of MO over the years. I was diagnosed uh, a few years back with uh, major chronic depressive disorder, among other things, and I looked back on my life and went, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. ADD, like, ADD for me at the age of 58. 50. At 58, 
they found out you it was ADD. Alto Benny disorder? ADD. And dyslexia. And the sad part is I, start, I started the test at 52. Did you take the test? Did you take the test? Did you take the test because you're a bit bored? <laughs> I, I had every single coloring book. I had every single symptom except I'm never late. Yeah, That's yeah. the only one because uh, yeah, because wow. I'm also apparently never OCD. missed a period. <laughs> <laughs> he also Do realized I, his watch was an hour fast. <laughs> now, Do you guys whatever. call menstrual cycle full stop in Australia? Sorry. Mm, nah. uh, no, oh, that's good. You like that? Yeah, I do. They don't get it. It's right. got a good flow to it. Hey. <laughs> you can use it every week. Next, next question about my famous Come friends. On. I was about to say, we've got to go on to Ryan's rant. No, no. Get your question. No, I've got a personal question now about oh, my God. hero You're not borrowing business, money from Barry Katz. He's your hero? Yes. Oh, Why? God. His podcast is the fucking best. I, you know what? I've heard that. I need to listen to it. It's yeah, the best. Barry, it's yeah. the best. No, so Barry's a great fucking guy. Yeah, I love it. He really him. is. I mean, I mean, personally, a lot of people complain about him business-wise. I, I, I've, I've dealt with him very little business-wise, honestly, and just personally, uh, I love him. Great. Good guy. Anything specific? He's just like, you know, he's just insightful and, and thoughtful and... Um, Want, who else do you want to know? No, no, I want to ask about his famous friends. I want to ask about his career. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jay Moore. <laughs> Jay Moore, yeah. I, I used to work with him. We weren't really that close or anything, but yeah. I've worked with Jay okay. Moore. Well, we'll, we might I was roommates with Patrice O'Neill. Really? Um, yep, yep. Oh, I once, he wrote uh, for the episodes for The Wire and stuff like that? Yeah, he did it. He was on like Arrested Development and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. had a wire. Um, he, um, I'm not sure if he was on the wire. I, no, I don't know yeah. if he was. <laughs> no, he's a writer. As a writer, yeah. Me and yeah. Um, me and uh, mm-hmm. me and Bill Burr once killed a man together. No, um, <laughs> I'm just trying to make stuff up. Buried at the opera house. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy was supposed to do five between you and Ronnie. We're like, ah, man. Yeah, actually, we killed Ronnie and we just replaced mm-hmm. him with another Asian, and nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs> An hour later, they wanted to see him again. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so be nice to Asians. <laughs> but, but this, um, I mean, like fucking comedians and open markets always ask you advice, you old blokes. It's always the same. Just get on stage. <laughs> Well, yeah. Stop asking me questions. That's not the lizard. advice you get. <laughs> <laughs> no, why are you they, doing this? They, they give you don't give up your day job. They, they get a night job. They, 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 give, they give you that advice because uh, comedians really like it when yeah. when people like yeah. you bomb on stage. Like following so. someone who bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Lester's, Lester's got his Barry Katz question out of the way, so I think it's time for our one regular segment, Ryan's random question. Ryan, you got some questions? I do. I've got some questions. Have you got some theme music for me? <sighs> <laughs> That's the enthusiasm. Yeah. There you go. Thank you, mate. This is sort of well, a little bit topical based on our conversation. Did he before write about it? Is it like another Barry Katz about, question? About about yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, you know, how is your career, Al? No, that's, that's, not, that's, not, that's, not, that's not question one. Did you ever open for Bill Cosby? Oh, we never <laughs> talked about Prince. We did. We didn't oh, talk about Prince. Another we'll podcast. Oh. What Very number? Clever. Question. Question number one. What's the most disgusting thing you've seen on public transport? Bus train conversation earlier. You were talking about guys Lester taking a shit, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him take a shit, but I smelt someone take a shit. Well, oh, no, I, I saw some. Oh, it's not. It's not disgusting, but it's not something you. Want. I saw someone getting blown on a 
on a train before. That's, That's not disgusting? What do you find as disgusting? I'll double for that. Well, it's not like, <laughs> like, it's like, oh yeah, hello, how you going? Walk on. Like, it's not like, well, yeah, it's an act of if love. it was someone taking a shit on a train, that's... The most disgusting oh, thing I've ever seen on public transport is racism. <laughs> <laughs> it's not racism unless someone films it on their camera. Right, <laughs> right, right. Now, mine was the same. It was some, some homeless dude went in between cars in New York and just, just took his pants down and took a shit. Oh. I was just like, whoa, all right. Dane Cook, there Actually, you go. <laughs> when, I, yeah, when I was in New York, I learned a lesson. We got on, we were like, oh, this train's not crowded. We stepped on an empty carriage, stepped on, it's like, the smell was just, oh my. There was a homeless guy. He must have been dead in the corner. Yeah. Just sitting there. In the smell. And next stop, we got off, went into the next carriage. Two stops later, we get in. And this guy just goes, oh, my God, someone died in that carriage. It smelled like... And it was just a vulgar smell. Yeah. And had he died for real or just no, no, smelled bad? No, he just... He made him living there. He just cracked in. So it just was oh. fucking vulgar. Great question, mm. right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Lunch after? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Lester? You would have seen... You would have caused oh, some mate. disgusting I think mine was my reflection after a fucking night out. It was <laughs> terrible. What about yeah. you, Ryan? You seen or... Oh, I just saw someone... Like, it was pretty... Pretty pedestrian by comparison, but um, just late night on a, on a, on a, on a <laughs> and not on purpose. I'm a genius. I know, that's yeah. what made it funny. Um, just somebody really, really drunk, uh, too much red wine that night, and just like let it fly. On red the, wine vomit. Yeah. Wow. I've yeah. seen that in the toilet a few times. Yeah. On, yeah on, it's weird. If on the mezzanine really level of a city rail train, though, that's uh, yeah, it was oh, pretty yeah. bad. And it went live in the and, UK. It, and it went down the went down the stairs into the lower level like a waterfall. It was uh, disgusting. <laughs> it was so much of it. I feel, like no wonder he was drunk. I mean, he obviously <laughs> had consumed at least Do like two or three bottles. Do you remember the first bottles. time you vomited on red wine? Like I remember once I just vomited in this nightclub and it was all red, and I'm like. Oh my god, I'm dying. This is blood. Well, that's what happens when I take a shit after eating beetroot. Because <laughs> I think I'm dying. Oh my god, you said beetroot. I know, You've I'm been sorry. Here too I long. said beetroot. You said beetroot, which is what they say. At least I, I Americanized beet. beetroot. Herbs. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's like tuna fish. It's redundant. Yeah, I don't say tuna fish. No. What is, hang on. Beetroot is redundant. Like well, yeah, beet, beet is a root. A beet is a root. Oh, I'm going right. to have some. Carrot root. It's I mean, beat, yeah. yeah, potato root. That's it. I'm going to start saying that. I'm gonna start, you know what I'm going to do? Carrot I'm going to root a potato. <laughs> that means have sex with in Australia. <laughs> you can yeah. beat an egg, but you can't beat a root. Hey, <laughs> next question. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. And even the guests are telling me to fucking move on with the question. <laughs> question number two. Where's the worst place you've been stuck for a long time? Canberra. Here. Account? <laughs> right here. <laughs> Open marking. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to it. It depends what you. Um, that carriage. Well, the, have you, and, well and first put it this way. Anywhere, anywhere you've been trapped. 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 I've never been trapped. Elevator. Oh, actually, been stuck. I was in a building the other week, and this. I was about to get in an elevator, but I got a call, so I didn't do it. And then the elevator I was in, this lady got trapped, and she was in it for three hours. That is a non-story because it wasn't you. Yeah. No, but I. I was. <laughs> she was stuck. He on has the floor. a tale. A first-person <laughs> recount of being stuck in an elevator. You cut him off. To tell me about some woman you've never met. <laughs> about not being stuck in an elevator. <laughs> He's been on this podcast seven I also, times. That I story has been on this podcast. Can I tell you the time I wasn't at the World Trade Center? <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. I had sex in one of the towers. Did I ever tell you that? 
I, was, I, I, had, I had once about uh, doesn't a guy, anybody want to hear my story? I, I had once about a guy who opened for Dane Cook and uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in the World no. Trade Center. <laughs> Can we hear this next time? Yeah, yeah, well, no, I, I had a girlfriend and she we used to work at the World I, Trade Center. I find that hard to believe. And I was always doing um, I was doing comedy, but I was always doing whatever else I could to make money at the time. Living in New York, and they needed some like furniture redone, office furniture. So she and I went in on a weekend. Nobody was in there, top floor almost, and uh, we were fixing her in the furniture. I just went, hey. We're in the fucking World Trade Center, just fucking just against the glass, looking over the city, and it was beautiful. So yeah, there was no one How there romantic. except for twelve security guards watching monitors, jacking <laughs> 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 up. He's way maybe, but yeah. it's kind of hot actually. <laughs> so yeah, you could might say millions of my potential children <laughs> died in the World Trade Center. <laughs> <laughs> There's the show title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pete, tell us the elevator story, please. Tell us your elevator story. Yeah, yeah. Well, millions it was in the World Trade Center, <laughs> and it was Aldo Benet's girlfriend. And we, I had to reupholster furniture for some reason. That no, nobody knows. I like you said reupholster. <laughs> <laughs> and before I knew it, Aldo Benet fucked me. <laughs> oh, that was you. Yeah. Oh, no wonder I used to have long so hair. Yeah. I used to have long hair. Tight. I was a tra- Yeah. Was. Excellent. Anyway, anyway, nothing. You got nothing. You were never touched o- anyway. He said open mic. Oh, open mic. Yeah. I'm trying to speed it up. Come on. <laughs> You're trying to speed it up. Fuck's sake. You've got 11 minutes to play with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I actually respect the listener, you know? No, I don't, I don't think you do. <laughs> I think our listeners would, do, would argue with you there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, question number three. If you were to open a business, not comedy related, if you were to open a business, what kind of a business would it be? Pizza place. Extortion. 24-hour diner. New York yeah. City pizza. Excellent. Oh, well, New York City New pizza. York we can sell by the No, well, you, what, you, we sell by the slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Boston? Like, I know Chicago's got their style. Are you still Boston new? has a style of pizza, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's called violence. <laughs> it's called segregation. <laughs> <laughs> the cheese is separate from the sauce. Um, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's uh it's no quite, yeah it's very Italian you know it's like New York but just the Boston but not as good but came first because Boston was settled first so it's the original original it's American absolutely not true I mean Boston was settled first yeah you making that up so um, Al uh, I mean, the movie Departed the movie Departed was that an accurate portrayal of the Italian Irish rivalry in Boston <laughs> probably yeah I don't know all those movies I love them because they just make me feel my mother was from Charlestown where the town was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. that where someone got She's shot a tough old bitch. I don't know. Someone probably. got shot yesterday, but something someone bad got, happened like, what, the it's, other day. It's, it's America. There's somebody being shot there right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it was and one now. that actually they're protesting and about. Now. And now. And now. And now. Yeah, we can do like one of those Bono clips, like <laughs> somebody's being shot in America. Now. That's not going to come through. <laughs> I'm clicking my fingers, but I'm terrible you, at it. You're referencing Bono on stage, clapping, and it goes, every time I clap my hands, a child in Africa dies, someone yeah. shouts out, stop, stop clapping. clapping your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bono! <laughs> yeah, definitely a pizza place. And that was sort of my, 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 my little fantasy business is a comedy comedy club pizza place upstairs we do family style pizza with right. the checked you know red and white checked uh, yeah, yeah. So we just do that and downstairs is the club and it's called Laferoni <laughs> ah, yeah but it's La L.A. Ferroni Laferoni it's up there with rooster tea feathers <laughs> and, then, and, the, and the servers have to approach your table and they have to go just like this with this expression go Welcome to Laferoni, may I ha-ha help you? <laughs> <laughs> That's my dream. That's my dream. 
don't know. We should start a Kickstarter. I, we should. That's we should. a great idea, actually, because I always thought, how am I going to get the money for that? I don't know if Manly's ready for it, but we'll see if Lamferoni no, can take off CBD. somewhere. Do it in the CBD. Nah, the rent's too high. Manly. I, li- I live in Manly because yeah. it's just, my wife and I looked at a bunch of places, and it's just the white place to live. <laughs> that's, my, that's my new one. It's pretty that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Your, your local member of parliament would love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the minister for women, you know. I know. He's a white woman. He's the minister of offense. Well, actually, I would like to manage a small bar. Like, just something on... I think King You Street, look like you manage a small bar. Well, I do, but I don't do the... Work. Like, I don't want to do the bookkeeping. I just want to stand there and talk to people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, play... Get to choose what music's being played. It'd yeah, be yeah, fun. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? What would you... Oh, you write of... these questions. No, I know. I know. Yeah, we know. They surprise him every time. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought I of that. I think he's outsourced it. <laughs> I think you go on freelance.com and just go and need just, questions for podcasts. I, just, just I think over. you're right because last week it was like, what do you think of this Bangladeshi mining disaster? <laughs> uh, probably, um, if, if it, I mean, it's completely implausible, but uh, like an old old school... Arcade, like a video game arcade. Time out, at, at, time, uh, zone. time zone, yeah. time zone. They were great. Yeah, That'd yeah. Be cool. But yeah, you're right because what? Just nobody would come, right? That's right. Why yeah. the like co- you'd have to do a you'd have to do a proper retro type place, right? Oh, like twenty like cents. A proper, a proper bar. Like if you did a oh. no, no, it would have to be print. Like people would be coming in and paying. In like, Perth, like there's a bowling alley that's retro. What if you did this? Mm. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just, this just okay. came to me. You do a cover charge at the door. Yeah, and yeah. Then you just play whatever you want. Play whatever you want, and yeah. drinks and drinks at the bar and stuff. Almost like a Netflix for video games and sell. Pizza by the slice the and do comedy downstairs. <laughs> pizza by the slice. Do you want to do all of it? Yeah. Pizza, comedy. Mm. I don't know. Small I don't know. It's I don't like know an entertainment lasagna. <laughs> have you ever seen that documentary King of Kong? Which yes. It's, it's, it's yeah. The old, yeah, like it's clinical psychopaths play those old games. So like, I, yeah. I'm sorry you said that. I was the best sport I ever did was uh, Space Invaders. Sport? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I sat there. Yeah. Uh, but really, I got it. To, you know how each lev- each time you clean the board, it yep. would start lower. Yeah, yeah. I got to the point where it reset itself to a new board. Wow. It went all the way to the front. Yeah, That's the right. best thing I've ever done. Yeah, That's right. not Which bad. is kind of sad when you think about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was good. I'd walk into uh, the Liverpool Catholic Club and they go, "That's him." Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking legend. Yeah, team officer. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be on your headstone. Peter yeah. could shoot fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, bit of trivia Before about, I put the money in. <laughs> bit of trivia about Space Invaders. In, in Tokyo, uh, after Space Invaders had come out, it was so popular that they actually ran out of their version of the, you know, the 20-cent piece wow. for a while because they were just all in these machines. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. always a fan of Galaga, not Space Invaders. But well, it came yeah, out. I love that, that watermelon smashing game. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever come across Gallagher in you? No, I never met Gallagher, but I'll tell you what, I'll stick up for him any day of the week. Me he's too. fucking funny. And he's fucking rich as well. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Now he lost it all on the stock market. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, but he, he, um, he was one of the, I often forget this, but as a youngster, he had a lot of cable uh, comedy specials that inspired me. He, was, he, he, had this great, he had this great way with words. He'd do these word bits where he would go like, C-O-M-B, comb. T-O-M-B, tome? No, tomb. And they would just lead into the next word and it was yeah. fucking entertaining well, and Al, brilliant. Well, uh, guess who had him on his podcast? One B Cats. You can look, look that up. Oh, really? Yeah, very interesting. Right. Yeah. yeah, all right. Cool. There you go. Look at the, well, welcome to the Barry Cats plugging podcast. <laughs> <down. Yeah. laughs> Sorry, bless the diamond. So are we done with these or...? <laughs> so let's talk about Prince. What about you? You haven't named what business you'd start. 24-hour diner, just like uh, the movie yeah. Diner. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Would what's, you be there? I haven't seen that hours? movie. What's what's yep. what was it? The movie that inspired you to want a diner? Well, or? it's just I, I love that old diner culture in America, the fifties diners with the little jukeboxes and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to one on Sunday night. The was that Old Liberty Diner in Engadine? Well, and it's 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 booths, Americana, American. First place I've had a decent hot dog. Really? It's been thirty nine years. Going with? Uh, my wife and another couple. Oh, damn it. And it's swing on the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'd go with we, you, but I don't we have want naps. Any, we have yeah. naps with different partners. Yeah. I don't want any mustaches <laughs> rubbing against my taint. I'll stay out of this one. Since when? <laughs> Since fucking when? I've seen your wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm joking. I don't care. I love that. You live you with did. her. I love that bit you did about having a trophy wife. Oh, not uh, a first place trophy. <laughs> <laughs> one of the ones that everybody gets just for participation. At least you listened. Me. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh my god, that killed me. Yeah. Thank so God anyway, Jan, I know Jan Prince. The show. <laughs> I, yeah, no, we should. Yeah, we should, we've got a bit of time. So you posted on pitch, on Facebook a picture of you at Prince's house. Yeah, Paisley How did Park. You get into Prince's not house? Paisley Park. His oh. LA pad. Yeah, oh, right. LA. Um, yeah, Beverly Beverly uh, Place. Um, Turquoise Park. Well, Dane basically, um, and and it was. I went twice in a row to uh, two years in a row to Prince's after Oscars party. Oh, the first wow. one was at the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood. And um, and at that one, we walk in, and we. It's funny because you're, you're told what to wear. Prince would like everyone to wear um, a sort of a you know just like a suit, but with an open collar with your with, with collar over the jacket, no tie, a uh, couple of buttons undone. Like it's that specific. Oh, wow. So we did that, and when we got there, not everybody else had done it. So, but whatever. But of course, Dane and I did it because Dane knew I was such a Dane's a fan, but I'm like a fucking super fan. Yeah. And uh, we watched the Oscars at his house, at Dane's house. <laughs> And then he, he calls me into his uh, office and he goes, here, listen to this. And he plays his answer machine and it's his PR agent going, I got you guys into Prince's house. And he was like, and I was like, oh my God, dude, you go into Prince's house. And he goes, you're coming with me. And I was like, ah! <laughs> um, so I ran home and I got changed. And what, the funny thing was, is that uh, at this particular time, I had, I had one suit and I already had it taken in years ago because I had lost like 40 pounds or two kilos. But you put and, it back. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, but I put it back on so I couldn't button them anymore. But these were the only suit pants I had. So I basically rigged them uh, I, with like a, a like a safety pin, but they weren't. They were nowhere close to even buttons. So I just sort of pulled them up and put the shirt, un, let the shirt untucked and the jacket over the shirt. And I was partying at Prince's party with unbuttoned pants that did not fit me. It looks like Jake LaMotta in a raging bull. It was, it was it was weird, but like I kind of forgot about it and I kind of loosened up. But anyway, so we get there and there's a, a lot of other celebrities there as well. So that was kind of cool. But then these two twin Australian girls come up to Dane, huge fans. It turns out they're Prince's dancers at the time. Fuck. Wow. These twin Australians. And, um, and they were like, you know, oh, my God, you're Dane Cook and blah, blah, blah. And oh, g'day, crikey. And, um, and <laughs> they, sounded, they sounded French at the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and, but they were like, do you want to meet him? And we were like, oh, my God. So they took us. There was this little area where he was in. And they, they go in first. And they, they whisper something to Prince. And Prince is like, shakes his head, yeah. And they like, come on. They wave us in. And we go into this little area. And I was just like, because you got to understand, like, I, I don't even know how to explain this in a sentence, but I got sober when I was 19 years old. And it was very hard for me to sort of stay home and not party. And I used to, like, stay in my room and just listen to Prince at night. Wow. And that got me through. He kind of saved my life. And so, like, I was just like, it was fucking amazing to meet him. And I couldn't really, the music was so loud. So I just, I just went, God, thank you, like, for the being Lord. you. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he just kind of, like, nodded his head and was like, you know, I, he said something. I couldn't fucking hear it. So that was the first time I met him. Second time, we went to his fucking house. Well. And um, same deal. We were told what to wear, but we didn't listen this time because nobody listened. And you were out of safety pins. And, um, yeah, and I was out of safety pins. So we just wore, you know, we just dressed sort of smart casual. And, um, and uh, 
So we show up at Prince's house, and Dane goes and does the red carpet, and I, I skip that because I'm not famous. And then we meet back again. Prince has a doormat that's the big symbol, you know, his symbol, man yeah. symbol. And um, so I, I plant my feet on it. I do a superhero pose, and I do my Prince noise. Ooh! And as I do that, I turn my head, ooh, and I look, and Prince is right there. Wow, <laughs> but he didn't see me or hear me do it, which because I, I, I got the shit scared out of me, and I was like, <gasps> and he was just gorgeous. He was like, you know, he's a small man. He was wearing like a white three-piece suit that was also a hoodie somehow. Like it was this weird, <laughs> amazing thing that he had built just for him. And and I loved, you know, Dane, God bless him, just got right, just like stepped right up to Prince. Because I was like, <gasps> in awe. And Dane just got, got right into it and was like, hey, Prince. Hey, Dane Cook, thanks. Thanks for having us over. It's my friend Al. And, and, and Prince, you know, he, there was no like mystical Prince. He was just like, hey, all right, enjoy yourself. You know, welcome to my home. Come on in. And we were just like, and that And that picture is... Um, is and, and again, we're in his house, and there's just shitloads of famous people. People come right from the Oscars and go to Prince's house, oh, wow. and it was like you know, it, 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 like mind blown. And 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 Prince put on a concert in his living room, like a full blown. We all sat down. He starts the show, and this motherfucker had legends hidden around his house where he would go, "Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Stevie Wonder." And you're like, "Yeah, right." And Stevie would come out behind that fucking pole. You know what I mean? <laughs> being led by a white dude. How did he not hit it? He was being led. <laughs> Microphone. I did not hit it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but but like, and, and he had like you know, and um, what's that other guy's name? I think a literal legend, John Legend, was that him? Or yeah, yeah another John Legend. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And he and he had like all these people like in in in. Stevie Wonder was like, I'm as far away from me as you are. I mean, Princess as well. And Stevie goes, Prince, let's 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 improvise a song for these people. And they did this like 15 minute impro song going wow. back and forth, musically and lyrics, and it was just like, oh my god, fucking hell. And then Dane and I kind of break away, and we're, like, laughing like schoolgirls. And we're, like, walking all around <laughs> Prince's house. And, um, and, and, like, we're only allowed in, like, the public portion yeah. of it, right? And, um, but we're giggling. And Dane goes, dude, we're just two dudes from Arlington. You know what I mean? Like, we're in Prince's house. And I'm like, oh, my God. Fucking amazing. And then Prince, we pass him. I was, we were going from his living room to his kitchen. He was coming the opposite direction. So it was just us three in the hallway. He had already done his concert. And I just went... I just go, phenomenal. And he just doesn't say a word. He just gives me a little prince look and struts, you know, and just struts back and kind of looks at me like, yeah. <laughs> and it was fucking the coolest moment of my life. Um, obviously, other than when I got married and had children. Of course, but, um, <laughs> and met us. And that really good geeky dude. And then we, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we ran around outside for a little bit and we came upon, in that photo, there's that prince symbol. Yeah. It's a statue. So that's a Prince symbol statue that's lit in purple lights. And I was like, dude, you got to get a picture. So I stood there, and my face is weird in the picture because I'm chewing gum. And I'm like, Jane <laughs> snaps a picture, and of course I'm like, eh. <laughs> but, um, but it's just, it, was, it really was, it might go down as a highlight of my life. Just like. When you said there were a lot of celebrities there, were there any other musicians that weren't singing there? Like, oh, was, yeah, yeah. Would, um, say, would there be a Jagger or anyone? No, like nothing that? like that. No, because I, I think like people like Elton John had their own party, and I think oh, okay. so sort of maybe classic musicians, but like be classic rockers. High, went, yeah. But there was some high-end, like, but it was all sort of R&B artists. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because I'm just um, thinking, do you think one of the musicians is just like, Oh, look at this. Bloody Prince. We've got to listen to him try and <laughs> The workshop. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, um, but no, like we're just yeah. in Prince's kitchen and, and what's his name was there? Um, oh, God, I can never remember his name. The really funny dude that does the John Apatow movies, the fat Jewish guy, not the fat Jew. Jonah Hill. Hill. Jonah Hill. And he was nominated that year for uh, Moneyball. Moneyball. And, um, and he was there and he was just like, he was blown away. And like, it's so weird that, that when that stuff happens, 
Like, another thing I did, I played the Boston Garden when it was still the original Boston Garden with my comedy group, Alan the Monkeys, and it went horribly because we opened up a rock show, and it was just yeah. bad. But as we were leaving, because they sandwiched us between the two headlining bands, we went on after um, Spin Doctors and before Fish, um, and, and, and it was bad. But we were walking down the ramp at the end of the night, and the guy from the Spin Doctors, lead singer, looked at me and went, man, we just played the Boston Garden. And, like, and here I was, like this 22-year-old, and I didn't... Like, I kind of had that, but I didn't. Like, and to have, to have a yeah. legit rock star do that. Yeah. And that's how it was. Like, Jonah Hill was like, I'm at fucking Prince's house. Yeah, and I was well. like, I'm just some guy's friend. And, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what I mean? And, and it's just weird to, have, to see these, like, bona fide celebrities mm. um, um, feel the yeah. same way. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like, that's what Prince is. is people are just like, fuck. When you, um, when you saw the Spin Doctors guy, you weren't tempted to go, I know, two princes. Princes who adore you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really a beautiful I, story. I was hoping it was going to go wrong there when he goes, look, Prince walked past. Prince, sorry, mate, your toilet's blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I was nowhere near that comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, I guess the, I guess the most surprising thing from my perspective was that Al just told two stories about Prince in two different locations, and he didn't end up having sex in either one of them. <laughs> well, I was married at the time. So, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, tell, no, us, tell us after, mate. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, they were just. It was just like to that's me, incredible. That's, the that's just the pinnacle. Well, yeah, Chris Rock's a massive Prince fan, isn't he? As well, probably. <laughs> Look at this. He asked you about another comedian. No, I don't. I don't know Chris Rock personally. No, no but like, um, I met he, him. His interviews always name dropping Prince. But um, wasn't it's fucking incredible. He's like singular world artist, Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, Jacko awesome. and Prince are like the two guys. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, there yeah. you go. Well, anyway. Al, thank you so much Glad for coming along. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you, Peter, for coming along. Thank you, Lester, I was here for, anyway. <laughs> for asking Al about all his famous friends. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, thank you for your question. I try um, to make it about the business. Lester about can business. put his pants back on now. So ne- next week we'll be talking more about Barry Katz's podcast. So tune in. <laughs> so check Highly recommend it. If you listen to like, Barry Katz, check us out on iTunes too. Subscribe, rate, review. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, thank you guys for listening. And Ryan, hit the music.